0: Hello and welcome to Ready Set Retire, an audio guide packed with information to help you achieve a successful retirement. I'm your co-host John McComb with more than half a century of award-winning broadcasting experience. It's my pleasure to join Lori Pinkowski every two weeks for Ready Set Retire. Lori is an award-winning and highly respected senior portfolio manager and investment advisor at Canaccord Genuity. She has been successfully managing retirement portfolios for over two decades. We're here to talk about everything from financial and estate planning to travel, hobbies, and health matters, and so much more. Whether you're thinking about your retirement or already living your retirement dreams, Ready, Set, Retire is for you. And Laurie, DIY investing has exploded in popularity over the last few years. More and more Canadian investors are deciding to be DIY investors than ever before. This was partly thanks to the pandemic-fueled stock trading frenzy in 2020, where Canadians opened 2.3 million DIY investing accounts with more people working from home and technology advances for online investment tools made it easier than ever to invest online or even on your own phone.
1: Yeah, you know, while online do-it-yourself trading may seem very appealing, right, for its low fees and seemingly easy process, many people don't understand the complexity and the risk that comes with it while it might seem like you're saving on fees without the professional management steering the ship, you may be losing in the long run. And, you know, John, I can't tell you how many calls I've had over the past few months of people wanting to move their online accounts back to a professional. It just isn't as fun when markets are down for many investors and many realize they do need help. And it's really a lot of responsibility, especially those that are managing a significant amount of their net worth themselves. It's a lot. Of responsibility a lot of time and as i was saying i mean markets have been volatile it's very complex right now where we are in terms of the market cycle
0: you sound like you're fighting a cold
1: i am fighting a cold john these are it's not covid i i already tested that but uh unfortunately colds are still around and uh and i've got one so uh so you know, you're gonna have to make do with my voice uh this week
0: well it sounds fine Today on Ready, Set, Retire, we will be discussing the risks of do-it-yourself investing and provide some advice on how one should expect their portfolios to be managed in the face of uncertainty. You know, we talk about uh, how a proactive team will be your best defense in dealing with market uncertainty and uh, the strategies that Lori and her team employ to manage risk when the future becomes eh, unpredictable Given the volatility in the markets we've seen recently, having strategies to manage risk is very important. And, you know, just like sometimes the DIY projects you do at home don't turn out so well. Well, sometimes when you're investing DIY, those situations don't turn out so well either. So, Laurie, what are the things that you miss out on by choosing to do it yourself?
1: I would say firstly, probably some sleep, John, in uh, today's market. <laughs> <laughs> I think that for many investors that maybe didn't or don't have the experience or possibly are more emotional than they should be during volatile times are finding it very difficult with where we are today in this environment. But, you know, when you invest with a professional money manager or a team, you know, the fees you pay also goes towards additional services that you're not going to be getting with robo advising or do it yourself training. And, you know, I strongly believe that every client needs to have a financial plan, but again, not one that the computer spits out. Like when you're actually talking to someone face to face, they're understanding you, your family, your goals, your situation, your hopes, your fears, all those sorts of things go into a real good financial plan or retirement plan. And that goes along with estate planning, you know, making, sure that people have wills and power of attorneys, that they're updated if they need to be. Some people have blended families that we need to advise on and things like that. And so, you know, not to mention having a professional who's on top of the changing market conditions, which in this market are changing basically monthly. And you need to be proactive. You need to be on top of what's going on. And this isn't a time as someone managing their own money or your financial advisor, even sticking your head in the sand and just throwing up your arms and say, I'm just going to hold on to what I'm holding on to because the markets are volatile. No, this is a time to make decisions to possibly make changes in your portfolio because what is going to lead out of this bear market may not be what you're holding in your portfolio today. So again, you always want to make sure that that's being analyzed. And, and again, managing your own investments can be very time consuming. Investors are required to spend time to research and understand the markets to give them any sort of chance of success. You know, Investing is not by luck, let's put it that way. I mean, a little luck on your side is good, but you know, your whole strategy can't be based on that or on markets just always going up because, John, you and I know that there's definitely periods when markets are moving lower. So again, if you're employing a passive strategy such as buy and hold, you still need to do some research and investing takes time regardless of the strategy that you choose. You know, I have a team of seven who help watch markets and service clients. And if you're doing it yourself, it might be just you on your computer in your basement trying to figure out what to do next, given with what the Fed is doing, interest rates, Russia, Ukraine, slowing economic data, earnings on uh, the companies you own. There's so much that goes into this. And when it comes to your nest egg, your retirement money or your lifetime savings, having your money under professional management will allow you the time to enjoy living life to the fullest and you know, living that kind of happy retirement instead of being glued to the screen. There's that funny commercial that's been on TV. TV recently, when the couple is sitting there in front of their TV and it's just stock quotes moving across their living room. I mean, that's not the way I want my clients to picture their days. So that's why we do everything for them and they don't have to.
0: (laughs) You know, there are some people who might have a knack for it. Mathematically, they get it. They get what's going on. They understand what's going on. But I could never, ever do it myself when it comes to investing because I'm just way too emotional about Money.
1: That's why you have me, John. That's why you have me. <laughs> exactly.
0: It would drive me nuts. I mean, I would be up all night. I'd be, you know, waiting for the markets to open in the morning. And what's great if you, you do it yourself and, you know, you're making money, markets are going up. But as we've seen lately, oh boy, uh, it can really, really be a roller coaster ride if uh, when they start to go down.
1: For sure. I mean, it's even a difficult trading market for professionals. So for somebody who's more of a novice or who doesn't really have a lot of experience and does get emotional, this could be a a very difficult time for them to get through and and come out the other side without making many mistakes. So that's why I think I'm getting so many calls from the do-it-yourselfers over the past few months going, you know what, (laughs) maybe this isn't for me. Here, (laughs) here you go. What
0: about ensuring that your spouse and your beneficiaries are looked after and looked after properly when you're no longer around if you are a DIY investor.
1: Losing someone is never easy, as we all know. And so you want to make the transition of big responsibilities such as your finances or managing a portfolio as easy as possible for your beneficiaries. And it's not just if something happens to you, you're not here anymore. There's also the possibility that you become ill, whether it's a stroke or Alzheimer's or something else that's a major illness that you you may not be able to get through on the other side and start managing your portfolio again. So you really want to have a plan in place to have professionals around that you can trust and to lean on if and when something like that happens to you and your family And I've seen it many times, unfortunately, just with the age group I deal with. And again, most of our clients would have all of their assets with us, but we do have some clients that may have side accounts, as we call them, or play accounts online. And always, eventually, those do come over as well. (laughs) I will say that. Whether it's a bad market or whether... They get tired of it or whether they want to go enjoy traveling or whatever it might be. But yeah, during the pandemic, I think it was kind of fun for some people when the markets were just moving higher and everybody was sitting at home and it seemed like a good idea until 2022 happened. Uh, And then people have changed their mind, which makes sense. And that happens often during bear markets. And so, again, having your portfolio with a professional team means that if something were to happen to you, you can be assured that there's a fully qualified team of professionals that can act quickly and in your Best interest of your spouse should something happen to you. When that does happen, I often sit down with the spouse. We're talking about, you know, what are their goals? What are their income needs? Often they may not know right away, but if their accounts online, for example, they definitely are trying to move that over to a professional. It just it adds that kind of one more bit of stress to a already extremely stressful situation. Losing a loved one or a loved one becoming ill due to various reasons. And so you don't want to have to put that responsibility on someone who's not used to dealing with finding an advisor. First of all, trying to figure out how to manage the portfolio in a down market. And often when I'm talking to spouses, they do divide and conquer, right? So one spouse is looking more after the portfolio, the investments. The other one may be looking at more of, you know, paying the bills, running the day to day management of the household. So a loss of one of those roles, for whatever reason, can obviously cause a lot of stress, and especially if one's not prepared, and if you don't have any um, professionals behind you trying to help you get through that difficult situation. So that's another reason to think again if you have a big majority of your assets online.
0: Your company is Pinkowski Wealth Management. Wealth Management is an aspect of what you do. Does that exist in do-it-yourself investing?
1: When the industry talks about wealth management, it can vary really what that means from advisor to advisor. So you do need to make sure that, you know, when you're talking to an advisor that the term wealth management means what you want it to mean. And for us, what it also includes is the other aspect of the financial planning and estate planning and making sure that, you know, all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed in terms of their financial situation, bringing in other professionals to have an overview Look at a family's wealth and how can we simplify the transition of wealth or how can we reduce tax upon death of parents going to children, going to grandchildren, all that wealth. And so it's uh, much more than just managing stocks or bonds on a daily basis. And so... When you're looking for a wealth manager, you don't want to, ideally, just look for a stockbroker or just an investment advisor. You want somebody who's taking an interest in your entire family situation so they can answer and advise you on all sorts of situations, whether it's, can I afford to retire? Can I do this renovation? Can I buy this cabin? Can I gift money to my adult children to buy real estate? Is it a good time to buy real estate? What do I do about my mortgage, variable or fixed? you know so this is where wealth management to me is so much more than just again buying stocks or bonds you need both in order to have that successful relationship with an advisor and again this is where i see so much more upside than doing it yourself online because you may be saving on some fees but you might be losing on a whole bunch of other different areas
0: but you operate with a, a rules based strategy for your clients portfolios whereas a person who is doing it themselves it might take them a certain amount of time and maybe a certain number of losses before they come up with a strategy that's rules-based and they follow precisely every time. Because, again, the emotion for you, the emotions are not there. Not that you're an unemotional person, because I know you're not, but you know where I'm going with this.
1: (laughs) I know where you're going with it. Well, it's just like when a doctor has to do surgery, they can't get emotional about what they're doing. They've got to get the job done. And I would say that's similar to when we're managing people's money. Of course, we like markets moving in the right direction as well. You know, we deal with losses too. You can't be a 100% in any choice of stocks or bonds. And so with rules-based, you know, what we're looking at is having a, what we've always had, I should say, is a disciplined sell strategy. Although I will say that it's still people making the decisions, not computers. When you're going through kind of a panic sell-off, you don't want to be involved with the panic. Uh, You want to keep your good holdings, even if they're down and feel that they're going to come out of this okay, their earnings are good, and so on. So right now you see a lot of throwing out the baby with the bathwater in terms of stocks. And so when you get these panic sell-offs, yeah, you know, we could be selling into it or selling more. But again, at the end of the day, the market will bounce, the market will rally, and we have to be a part of that. So the strategy that we have, we follow our portfolios second by second based on what's going on in the markets. We can see that timing on, we have proprietary software that we've created. Most people are not looking at it that closely. When news is coming out, whether it's on earnings, I get the whole breakdown analysis of what the earnings meant. Did they beat? Did they miss? What does that mean? year over year, quarter over quarter. So again, we're assessing the situation, whether we should continue to hold that position or if we should be buying more or if we should be selling it. And we're also looking at the sectors, the allocations that we have uh, very closely. We don't wanna be overweight in any one sector right now because it's not sector specific. The market will rally for a few weeks in energy and then it'll move to materials and then it will move to technology. So the best way to deal with that sort of market is by being diversified. The way that we're analyzing our clients' portfolios is very different than a do-it-yourself investor would be. Likely, they would be buying the 10 15 largest companies in Canada and the US and holding on to them for a very long time. And that may be okay over time, but you're going to experience much bigger losses likely when markets are moving down. And so it's important to sometimes raise cash and have cash on the sidelines and just be very proactive and be on top of what's going on in this market. None of us know when the market will turn and will rally and and come back, but you have to be prepared for that. And as a do-it-yourself investor, many may not be prepared for that.
0: Well, there's been a debate over the years, I guess, between, is it better to have active management? Is it better to have a buy and hold portfolio? And boy, the way things have been going uh, since uh, we got into this new century, it's to me, the idea of buy and hold would be a, a loser. But then you employ the active management strategy, so I know which side of this you fall on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, you know, those in a buy and hold portfolio may be more at risk when markets are declining. But you're right over the long run, too. When you look at sometimes certain periods, the year 2000 to 2013, markets really didn't go anywhere. You had to be actively managing that in order to come up with any sort of profit the other thing is is when people think of buy and hold, which index are you going to choose to buy and hold? You know, the S&P 500 has performed the best over the past decade, but the decade before that was really the TSX, the Canadian market. So you have to make changes. Like even that isn't good enough just to stay in the S&P 500 forever. But even if you did, the the problem with that, John, is is that many people will get emotional when their portfolio drops 30 to 50% in a bear market, right? And that's when people start making wrong decisions. And so by employing more of an active management strategy, which I've done for the past 20 years, it, it means raising cash when there's you know times of uncertainty. And we've had 20 to 30 percent cash for a big part of this year, just because there hasn't been a sustainable rally. We look forward to putting that back to work. We're looking forward to a year end rally, possibly after the midterm election. Um, you know, whether it's starting now, we'll see. These are discussions we're having within our team, leaning on analysts and researchers within the firm. Having that kind of support system is really important when you're going through times of volatility. And for those that are doing it yourself online, you may be reading information that's out there that may not be the best you can get. For example, there's a lot of newsletter writers that really are not held accountable for what they write. It may just be scaring the bejesus out of you as well. So you might think it's a good idea to have cash on the sidelines as well right now, but to get reinvested, a lot of times you need to have a professional kind of guide you through that because usually you should be investing when everybody else is running for the door.
0: So what strategies do you use to uh, regulate the risk that we've seen so much of and and stay on top of the market conditions? Because, boy, they sure change uh, in, a, in a big hurry.
1: Yeah, they do. And we just had kind of a retest and a bit of a break through the June low. So that was important that it didn't go much lower at that point. And now we've got earnings coming out and they seem... Uh, Well, better than expected, let's say. Everyone's kind of waiting for this Armageddon of earnings to disappoint, and it just hasn't happened because everyone's still working. So generally speaking, the consumer is still spending, although we're seeing a slowdown in, in other economic aspects, let's put it that way. So. In this type of market, again, it's important to have exposure to multiple asset classes, stocks, bonds, dividend paying stocks, as well as growth stocks. You have to have a bit of both because when the market takes off like a rocket, which eventually it will do, it's not going to be in your staples, for example. It's likely going to be in more growthier areas like technology and consumer. So don't hold all your eggs in one basket. Don't just buy five stocks and hold on to them and hope for the best. And again, with the bond side of things, we had one of the worst bond markets in 40 years. And to me, that spells opportunity as well. So don't ignore the bond side of things because eventually interest rates will stop moving higher and eventually pause and eventually likely go down too, because the Fed often makes mistakes as you and I have talked about before, John. And then last but not least is holding cash, whether it's a cash cushion and even GICs right now. I mean, we haven't seen rates like this. Well, in my 20 years, I don't even think I've seen rates this high and you're going to see them even move higher. So you might be able to get five, 6% plus with a GIC. And Inflation is high too. So keep that in mind. It's still not a winning investment, but it could be part. I your portfolio composition now where before it was a no-go because GICs were paying 1% or 2%. So those are kind of different ways that you can handle and deal with this type of market if you are a do-it-yourselfer. But make sure that you have that sell discipline intact. Don't just hold on to companies because you've held on to them forever especially if they're moving lower and really their earnings are starting to get hurt and they're even warning about next year's earnings, for example. Those are other reasons that you may want to switch gears and look at selling a position and, and adding something else that is actually maybe growing in this environment.
0: Volatility is a nasty word to a lot of people. So how can investors benefit, I guess, or profit from volatility?
1: Volatility really well, even though it's uncomfortable, it's not necessarily a bad thing. And it, it is normal when investing. I mean, when we see the markets up two percent one day, down two percent the next day, and on the news, they quote the Dow usually is up five, six hundred points, it's down seven hundred points, and that causes people anxiety, but you want to look at it in percentages to keep your wits about you for sure. But you know, year to date it hasn't been a good year, and markets are down and when we see these kind of blue chip companies down 30 40 50% in some cases, that can be once in a decade, once in a two decade type of scenario. So you don't know when that perfect entry point is, but it will be coming up here soon if it hasn't happened already, I would say. And so you just want to be prepared for that. So again, investors should be disciplined, have some cash on the sidelines, but add on market weakness when it occurs. Emotional discipline is one of the most important aspects of investing successfully, which is why many depend on financial teams or money managers to manage their wealth for them and their families instead of going it alone. And this isn't the type of market that you generally want to do that unless you have a ton of experience and you don't get emotionally involved. And that could be a reason why you're doing it yourself. But overall, all those other parts of wealth management, as I was talking about, whether it be retirement planning, income planning, tax planning, Generational wealth transfer, all of these things are so important to the average family. And that's really what they should be getting from their financial advisor. And if your advisor doesn't offer those sorts of things, there's many that do. So maybe you should be looking for one.
0: As we uh, start to wrap this up, markets have dealt with a lot of things over the last two and a half years from COVID to war in Ukraine. And I think it's really underscored just how important active management is
1: not just active management, but being proactive as well, trying to cushion the blow, the impact of when markets are declining, but also have that cash on the sidelines so that we can go in and buy stocks, companies that have been beat up a bit, that are quality names. And so Doesn't mean that you're going to be positive in a negative year. That's not what active management means. It means that you're just being on top of it. You're able to make those changes to get portfolios back to where they were as soon as possible when we see that rally occur, which it will. Usually when you see peak pessimism is by surprise, all of a sudden the markets can change direction for a number of reasons. And again, we're not out of this. We still are looking at a possible recession in 2023 going forward, even if you see this rally happen towards year end, you still need to be on top of it uh, into next year because it's a very complex world we live in right now. And you need a team of professionals helping you with it, in my opinion, especially if you're doing it yourself, investing close to retirement. One big mistake in terms of a year of negative performance could change your retirement. And so you don't want to ever see your portfolio down 30, 40% plus. And that's the reason why you want to use a professional along with all those other services that you're getting. So that's my opinion. And I know that do-it-yourself investing can seem like a good idea. But like I said, John, all the calls we've been getting in the last little while tells me there's been a, a change of mind in terms of do-it-yourself investing, especially because the markets have been become so difficult in the last few months. All
0: right. We always end ready, set, retire with a quote. What have you found for us this week?
1: An investment in knowledge pays the best interest. And that's from Benjamin Franklin.
0: Good old Ben Franklin. I wonder what he would think of the markets these days. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He'd be out there flying a kite, still trying to prove lightning or something. I don't know. Uh, It is always a great pleasure to sit down and talk with you. And we will uh, do this again and renew Ready, Set, Retire in uh, two weeks.
1: And looking forward to it. And I hope uh, my voice is uh, better by then. But again, we're pushing through.
0: Get well soon.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ready, Set, Retire. If you're interested in learning more or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-695-LORI, 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening, and join us again in two weeks for another edition of Ready, Set, Retire. The comments and opinions expressed in this podcast are the result of work done by Lori Pinkowski. They may differ from the opinion of Canaccord Genuity's research and should not be considered as representative of Canaccord's beliefs, opinions, or recommendations. All views expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management is a division of Canaccord
1: Genuity Corp., member of the CIPF and I ROCK.